How's it going everybody? Tom here from The Complete Dad with Monday Meditations. Hope you guys had an awesome Easter weekend. We're we heading out for another breakfast and another barbecue today. So uh, lots going on in the Kingwell family and uh, had all four kids with me. So been a busy time but been the best of times. Uh, been getting out into nature, doing a lot of bushcraft, spending time in tents with kids in the middle of the night. Um, you name it, it's been it's been happening. Yesterday, I took an awesome bike ride with the family out uh, to one of the nearby villages to get some ice cream, play in the park, played some badminton actually, and uh, yeah, doing a whole bunch of stuff the kids enjoy and making fatherhood a lot of fun and very enjoyable. And uh, hope you guys are doing that. Josh and I will talk about that later in the week, which is just making fatherhood enjoyable. You know, when you even look at Atomic Habits by James Clear and you look at how to create habits. Um, and the laws of habits, you know, making something attractive and making things fun is a way to make those habits stick. And I think it's the same thing for our time with our kids. You know, when when we hear a lot about uh, people complaining about parenting or how hard it is, listen, it's true. I experience it often, especially with four and uh, four completely different kids. It isn't easy, but uh, when we choose to do things uh, that are fun for us and enjoyable and when we're open-minded to do different things that our kids want to do and find ourselves enjoying things that we haven't done for years and years, then it becomes even more rewarding. And I find that happening with me as my other kids get older. I start um, doing and exploring things that I used to do as a kid that I've stopped doing as an adult and kind of wonder why I did that. But uh, if we start looking at fatherhood and spending time with our kids like that and experiencing like that, then it's so easy to spend time with them and um, actually become something that we really look forward to. And yes, we look forward to it, but, um, you know, often when work and other priorities, um, or not priorities, but other things take precedence, we can get caught up in in our, our lives apart from our children, apart from our family. And that's why we do this, is to really bring back the focus onto the family and bring back the meaning and the belonging and all these things into into the family experience and creating that ethos where we also feel at home, where we also feel that we belong. We're not a stranger coming back to our own house, that we really are the leader of the of the family, really connecting with our wives, connecting with each of our children, and then building them up to become confident adults as well, who can then pass on uh, those lessons and that love um, that we have we shared with them and create that legacy, that living legacy, you know, while we're alive, not only when we're dead do people... I say good things, but while we're alive, our kids experience us as patient and loving fathers. And um, I'm on the path. I'm not there by any means, like most guys listening to to us here. But what could be a greater thing to achieve in life than to, you know, get to the end and know that you really showed up as a dad, that you understood that it was your role and your responsibility and your duty to protect these kids, to lead them, to love them, and uh, to be the best version of yourself um, and lead more by example. Um, then by always just telling our kids what to do, but showing them what to do. And today's um, topic or today's theme for the podcast uh, um, is exactly that. And it flows on from what I've been talking about the last couple of weeks, which is Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Now, we've dealt with the physiological needs on uh, the base level or the foundation level of the pyramid of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And if you don't know Maslow's hierarchy of needs, just do a quick Google and check it out. And you'll see he had this pyramid with five levels on it. The zenith being self-actualization and all those things we do with creativity and mostly things we do out in the world uh, that achieve greatness, in inverted commas, um, becoming the best version of ourselves or 
achieving our potential. And on the base level, you've got the physiological needs that we dealt with the other week, specifically on rest, which is something that we often neglect and making sure we're getting our sleep before we're doing all these other things. Looking at things like nutrition and eating healthy for our body, so we're obviously fueling that effectively for the future version of ourselves as well, so we can be around a long time and uh, helping out, well not helping out, but being there for the kids and spending a lot of time, be able to do those wild and wacky things our kids want to do. And then we looked at last week, which is the level two, which is safety and security and the various areas, so financial security and safety, physical um, and emotional safety. And today we look at level three, which is kind of in the middle of the pyramid. And uh, we only really move on to this when we've taken care of those physiological needs, when we are feeling safe and secure. And then we move on to belonging and relationships. And this hit me hard when I started to delve into this. And that's why it's been quite exciting for me to look at this hierarchy of needs that I studied at the beginning of my teacher degree for some of my psychology modules. But it started to really make me think about belonging and how belonging or the concept is impacting my life and has impacted my life. And it's, it's on quite a few levels when you start looking at belonging and relationships and how important this is to our happiness as people. Um, and you start to look at how much time you're spending doing and being and spending time with the people um, that you belong with or to. And um, also the energy that we are spending trying to fit in and belong to certain entities or certain places that we might be instead of actually being in the places where we belong. And this then this translates a lot to even our childhood and looking back to how we grew up and how much time we spend trying to fit in with the cool kids or, you know, wanting to spend time with this person and not spending time with those people or, you know, being in a house where we had parents that took care of our needs but didn't really feel like we belonged in the home. And um, that obviously impacts us. And I think what we do once those two other things are taken care of, the safety needs and the uh, physiological needs, that need for belonging needs to be fulfilled. Otherwise, we find ourselves trying to belong in a lot of other places. And, and obviously, some of the, the negative or behavior that impacts us negatively and the thoughts that impact us negatively and the words we say that are hurtful and harmful come from this uh, sense of belonging. Um, we've all heard of the nice guy, you know, doing everything so that... Uh, uh, people are pleased with us. We hear about the people pleaser. Same kind of thing, trying to fit in, trying to belong, and um, often sacrificing who we really are. And so I really started to ask myself, like, hmm, like, how much time are you spending? First of all, like, let's see the play. Let's look at the places. And I actually wrote it down. It's like, let's look at the places where you spend a lot of your time. Let's look at a lot of the things that you do, um, the activities that you that you participate in and um, the people that you spend time with and ask yourself, you know, do I belong there? Do I really have a sense of belonging there? And um, when I started to list these things, I started to realize that oh, I spend a lot of time in places and doing things and um, with people that I don't really belong with or have that sense of belonging. And um, this kind of came to me, really hit home when I was on this hike up in the mountain. You know, it was beautiful. I was having a lot of thoughts and emotions about life. And I, I think I talked about this before, just walking and admiring um, the place I was. And just thought like, wow, man, like, I really feel I belong here. 
And um, then I just asked myself, you know, what are those moments where I feel that sense of belonging? And I encourage you to, to kind of notice them, you know, I'll go through the week, this week and think, wow, man, I really belong here. And on the flip side, like, ask yourself, hmm, is this maybe a place that I don't belong? Is this maybe someone I don't really belong with and that I'm trying to force a relationship or I'm trying to force a friendship or I'm trying to fit into this group where I don't really belong? Because the problem is, guys, that when we spend so much time trying to fit in, belong, and comparing ourselves to other people, and this and this can even come from, you know, time on social media or, um, yeah, watching the media and, and thinking that, oh, that's the kind of person I should be. And we, we come back to that word again, should. I should be this kind of person or looking at a group of people that we may maybe follow at Instagram or whatever it might be and thinking, I need to belong to this group. And so we change our life and we start doing things that help us to fit in with that group. And that's not necessarily bad because it could be the group that we really do belong to and end up, you know, growing relationships and feeling really alive by being with that group. But you'll, you'll soon notice if that really is feeding into that feeling of belonging. So, you know, what I ask myself, I ask myself, you know, what were those moments where was I in those moments? And who was I spending time with in those moments of true belonging? And vice versa, you know, where was I when I wasn't feeling that, when I felt that striving, when I felt that um, inability to just be myself? And when we talk about being ourselves, we're not talking about just being the negative version of yourself, just blurting out and, and disrespecting people and, you know, uh, throwing caution to the wind with, uh, with um, what should I, what do I say, being polite to people and being kind to other people. I'm talking about that better version of yourself. Um, but yeah, asking those questions, you know, because there's a need of belonging in us, but we can be around others and never really belong. We can live with uh, with our wives and feel a sense that we don't even belong in that relationship. And um, I just got this real sense that day that I was walking in. It was about two weeks ago, and I've been wanting to speak about this for a long time, where I really felt, man, I'm spending time, a lot of times in places and around people where I don't have that sense of belonging. And so I made a list and I encourage you guys, number one, make a list, write it down. Like where, where, where are the people's, the, where are the places and who are the people where you don't get that sense of belonging? Um, and it's hard for me, you know, I'll be honest with you. Although I love it here and I don't want to complain and I really think it's beautiful and I make the most about it. So there are certain places here that I do feel I belong and that's something I'll get to is I don't really feel I belong in Germany. Now I'm here because of my kids and because of my wife and I'm happy here and I make the most of it. But naturally, not being in South Africa and at the beach and with my family and my best mates um, obviously contributes to a sense of, of feeling like I don't belong here and vice versa when I'm in South Africa with my family and my best friends. I have that sense of belonging. So that's kind of an, an example of it. Um, now, you could ask yourself, am I in a job where I feel like I don't belong? Because that's a very important thing. Am I spending time with a lot of people I don't belong with? So I listed the groups of people that I really don't feel like uh, that kindred feeling with. Now, obviously, it takes work sometimes, guys. So we don't just want to meet people and then just go, oh, I don't belong here. But after a while, you'll get that feeling and you'll start to realize, am I putting a lot of time into this thing that I don't be that I don't belong with? You know, am I that's not part of me, should I say. So some things we're doing are not even part of us. And we just keep doing them because they're expected of us. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't duties that we have to do. We've got to push through things. But there's a definite sense of belonging when it comes to people and places. That if we continue to put time into those places, 
where we don't belong and spend time with people we don't belong with, it's going to leave us empty. And then, you know, trying to fill the void with other things like watching TV and eating unhealthy or smoking or drinking or whatever it might be, and even relationships or even unhealthy needs for um, emotional um, affirmation from our wives and our children, which then leads us not to be those leaders and not be those strong men that are able to love other people, but we're loving out of a needy area, which is not love at all, right? Love is kind of giving. Um, love is not needing something from someone. So anyway, I made that list of places I don't belong. And then what I did is I, I started to think about the places where I have um, a sense of belonging, where it's the strongest, you know, and at the top of the page, it says more of this. Um, so I wrote down on the Hanukkah, which is this mountain here and in the forest, you know, in the ocean, on the beach, with the kids um, in my class uh, where I teach. I really have a sense of belonging and I've always felt natural and really um, as though teaching was a part of me. Um, and it changes sometimes, you know. I was teaching young kids. I'm moving on to teaching older kids now because I felt that that's coming to an end and I'm not really belonging in a class with um, such young kids anymore as I've got my own children um, who are young as well from 3 to 11. Um, and yeah, that can change as well. But, you know, um, here's with Tyler and James and Lila and Sophia, my children, um, and um, just the moments that I'm with them. And so realizing that I belong with my kids and they belong with me hmm, really fed into my feeling of like, listen, I'm going to put more, even more quality time in these relationships. Um, and then I have my best mates who unfortunately don't live here. Joshua, who I do the podcast with, definitely have that sense of belonging with him, why we spend so much time together running, writing, you know, in coffee shops, um, having conversations with like-minded people doesn't mean I'm just going to look for an echo chamber because some of the people who I really feel I belong with challenge me, but I do feel I belong with like-minded people sometimes and I spend way too much time with people that have completely different values and ideas of what's happening in the world. Um, and often, you know, I feel I belong when I'm alone. And I remember Robin Williams, I'll butcher this quote or not even get it right at all, but he was saying, you know, the times I feel lonely are not when I'm uh, spending time alone, but when I'm with people I don't belong with or with people where I don't fit in. And that's so true. You know, you spend time in a group or go to, I mean, you go to a place or a party where you just don't connect with the people and you kind of uh, are from a different, cut from a different cloth to these people and you just kind of have that feeling of loneliness sometimes. And I think um, this happens to our kids a lot. And I'll get on to how this impacts our children just now. But you can just picture this kid at this party with all these people drinking and smoking and doing all these unhelpful things. And this kid's come from a family that has raised him right and um, has taught him um, to be careful of these things and not to fit in and, um, yeah, to not just go uh, with a flow because other people are doing it and given to peer pressure. But you get that picture of how, how uncomfortable it is and how they don't belong in that place. And um, I think we've experienced that. And maybe it's not in, in that way, but even just being around a certain group or doing certain things that we're going along with because we should do that. And instead of looking for those people that maybe we could spend time with. And, you know, number 11 here, I've got books in the library. So I made a, quite a lot of them, um, quite a lot of them. Um, a points here of places I do belong and places I don't belong. And guys, what makes sense? It makes sense to spend more time seeing that this is a core need of ours before we self-actualize, before we get our self-esteem in check. And this will contribute very much to achieving on the fourth level of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is our self-esteem needs. If we are with people and places we belong, that doesn't mean we're going to avoid all conflict and avoid anything that is negative in life. No, but we're going to spend more time where we belong because we are going to spend time with, in places we don't belong. We are going to have those conversations uh, 
with people who we who are not giving us that sense of belonging. But how much more effective and how much more are we going to be able to weather those storms and be resilient in those moments, in those places where we don't belong, when we are spending a lot of time and sowing into places and people that we do belong. And as I've said, it's on the third level, meaning that we need to get this in check and how much happier our lives become when we do that. And I think since I've been doing this, it really is true. You know, and that doesn't mean I'm not going to go do things, as I've said, um, that aren't on the list. In fact, I'm going to do it today. But uh, just having a sip of coffee, which definitely is one of those feelings in the morning when you switch on the coffee, gives you that nice homely vibe, you know, place where you belong. Um, Yeah, and there's things like that that just add into those things and enhancing those places we belong. And that's why, like, I think um, we as parents like to start, um, you know, working around the house and the garden and, and making things that just create that create a home, you know, a place for our children belong. And that's what starts to happen, guys. When we take care of those two other other sides of things. We start to, you know, cut out those things in our life or spend less time on those things and places that don't give us a sense of belonging and then start sowing into those places and things that do give us belonging. We start creating that environment around us that is positive. We start to to find ourselves feeling more at home we start to find ourselves feeling more content we start to find ourselves not needing all these vices and trying to cover over everything with all these activities and spending time on social media and being on the tv so much or drinking or smoking or whatever it might be that you find as a vice that you turn to because you have the sense of of being alone in the world and guys this let's just let's just be honest us guys have this a lot you know we experience this a lot where we feel like we're alone in the world, even if we've got family and friends, you know, there's that feeling like um, we're kind of a lone wolf. And although I do like that picture, and I think there is a time for being alone, I think we need other people and we need that belonging. And I think when we find ourselves in a tribe of men or, you know, a group where we belong, um, that really goes a long way to giving us that strength and that courage and that kind of sense of purpose and meaning. Um, to then show up in our families and then create more of a sense of belonging there. Because what we're doing at the end of the day is we want to create that for our kids. I don't want my kids to grow up where they end up spending loads of time and doing things um, with people where they don't experience that sense of belonging. Because I think what happens is that if we don't model that for our children and if our children grow up in a place like a home where they don't really feel that belong, they're going to be seeking that all the time and they're going to do things that are probably negative for them, negative for their self-esteem and hence this hierarchy of needs is if we don't help our children to take care of that third level they will start seeking self-esteem in possibly the wrong places and we've heard all the cliches about you know um, daddy issues or whatever but it's really true not just for girls but for boys that if we don't create that sense of belonging in their lives if we don't create a home environment they're going to go out there and they're going to look at for look for it in the wrong place they're going to do things to impress other people they're going to do things to find affirmation they're going to be searching for approval with that like empty void of a black hole within them that you know you've probably experienced as well that can't be filled with a whole bunch of things things if you don't belong but if you create that that feeling of belonging at home, firstly, you have that relationship for the rest of your life with your children where um, you spend wonderful quality time because they will come back and they will spend time with you when you're older and they leave the house. Maybe we don't want it too much, but where they come back and they bring their kids into the family home. We don't want them to come into the sterile, stale home as some of us have experienced what our parents' homes become where the love is lost between our parents. No, if we have that sense of belonging and so into the sense of belonging with our wives first, and create that relationship and that warmth between us, then our kids, you know, 
you know, get that by osmosis, have that with each other as well, which then creates the bonds between them. And how awesome has it been for me to have my brothers and sisters who all live in England, but we have this good relationship with each other where we're still in contact, where we still help each other out, where we go on holiday. My brother's actually coming here at the end of the month. And somehow my parents created that, you know, maybe some of this adversity creates that, I suppose, as well, where, you know, um, you... Uh, grow together through some struggles and you come out the other side and yep there's something to be said of that but when we create that sense of belonging for our kids guys we don't set them up for a life of always trying to fit in and how harmful is it to follow a group of people because you don't fit in and school is high school is a great example of this of how many people try and fit in want to be popular how these popular kids go around like wielding a certain kind of power over children and children feeling terrible about themselves because they don't fit in or because these people don't like them or, or on the other hand fitting in with those people but denying who they really are denying all those quirky little things that actually are them because they want to fit in so you can imagine and I think I did this, you know, I, I could have hung out with so many people and found so many cool things in common with people of things I love to do. But because I hung out with the people who I thought would give me status, would give me a sense of belonging and didn't, um, I missed out on a lot of cool people. I missed out on a lot of cool experiences. And I think I kind of betrayed sort of that natural um, side of myself. And I want my kids to be living in living a life where they follow their dreams, where they follow the things that they love, where they follow the things within them, regardless of what other people said, and didn't try push them down because it wasn't cool or because someone would think they're stupid, and that they spend time and they find their tribe because there are going to be people that we fit in with, that we belong to, if we are open to that and if we're not following the wrong path, because that's what starts to happen, guys. When we spend a lot of time chasing those things and those people we don't belong with, what naturally happens, we spend less time spending time in the places that we belong and with the people that we belong to and belong with. And that can be a lifelong thing if we start a habit in the wrong place. We can be in jobs where we don't belong. We can be in careers that are definitely not in line with us. We can have a lot of stuff that we don't even want. So we come and we don't even have that sense of belonging. You know, it's a strange thing, but uh, my mountain bike, which is actually not in here, and I actually left outside the door last night. <laughs> Luckily, I'm in Germany, in South Africa. That thing would be gone. Even that gives me a sense of belonging. I love the mountains. So every time I look at the, the mountain bike, it reminds me of being in the mountains and doing the downhill trails and just adds to my sense of belonging in the home here. My surfboards hang in the ceiling, whether I can surf or not. The things that I own are part of me and create that sense of belonging. And how many of us just have stuff in a house that doesn't? Um, but... You know, it's just, this is essential, guys, and it's essential to model this, to live this ourselves, to stop chasing after the wind, to stop comparing ourselves to other people, to stop buying things and doing things that make other people think good of us who really don't matter in life, to stop wasting hours and hours of conversation with people we don't belong with or to. By, you know, how many times... Are you pushing down who you really are and what you really believe because the people around you believe different and you're afraid to stick out? You're afraid to be different. And then how do our kids grow up watching us be those kind of men who aren't who we really are, who are not following our passions, who are not living the life that we could? Because you cannot live the life that you are meant to live when you do not have a sense of belonging. We are not sowing into those things that we belong. And guys, number one, I mean, our family is who we belong to. Our family is who we belong with. Our home is the place where we belong. 
Start at home. Put the time and the effort and the energy. Be present. Be self-aware. Be intentional about the time you spend at home and how you're living your relationship, how you are communicating with your kids. What you're doing around the house. What are you physically doing around the house? Don't just let your wife create the home. Because what's going to happen? You're going to be in a home that's just got someone else's touch to it, which sometimes works out because you're lucky and your wife knows who you are and you like the way she does things. I think I'm one of those people. But you want to add your touches in the house. You want to be looking up into the tree and seeing the treehouse you built or the chicken house that I'm almost finished building or, you know, the trampoline that you built up. You know, you want to come into your house, have that mountain bike, have the surfboards. I know there's silly little things. Have your bookshelf with your books on it. Sounds stupid maybe, but... I know that my happiness and my contentment is increasing, you know, exponentially as I'm starting to spend less time with people who I don't belong with, spend less time in places that I don't belong, and, you know, doing things that really resonate with me. And um, as I've said, that starts at home. That's like the priority. If you make a home for yourself, you make a home for your family, you create that ethos. And that's why the vision is important, because I've envisioned that in my life. And Joshua and I talk about this often, which is creating that vision of the place that you really want. Creating the vision of the home ethos and atmosphere that you want to create. Creating the vision of the relationships you want to have with your kids. Not the, not the relationships other people tell you have to have. Not even me. Not the, the career that you think you should have or the money that you should have. But no, what really resonates with you. And that's why in Complete Dad Network we do the work. We start off the course that we do over eight weeks with who am I? What do I really, really want? It's like Hunter Thompson says, you know, my whole life I've been searching for something that has no name it's like you can't even identify it you've got this longing inside and you don't know it so identify that as far as possible identify who you are as a person really doesn't don't have if it's if it's playing dungeon and dragons if it's being someone who loves computers or fixing cars or whatever or you know cooking food once you find that you start to live a life where you feel that you belong in that life how many of us feel like we don't even belong in our own skins we don't belong in our own lives and how many of us then passed it on to our children? Um, so I think I think we get the point, and I think we need to do the work, guys. So as I've said, do do those things. Write down the places that you belong. Write down the people that you belong with, or that you feel a sense of belonging with. Write down on the flip side the opposite of the things that you don't uh, feel that you belong when you're doing them. The heart, the places where you don't belong. And the people we do, who don't give you that sense of belonging. Write them down like I've done on one side of page and the other side of page I wrote the other one. And then ask yourself, how much time do I spend in the places I belong with the people I belong to? Thinking about the people I don't belong with in the places I belong to. And I'm going to end with that last one, guys. How ridiculous to be with the people we belong to and in the places we belong and thinking about the places we don't belong and the people we don't belong with. And this really hit home the other day. I was up the mountain with my son and I was in a place that I really have a deep sense of belonging in the mountain in the forest there with my son who naturally we have an awesome little relationship. He's six years old and I really feel like we belong together and you know he has that feeling I'm sure as well or I hope. And what did I find myself doing? Thinking about going back to work the next day thinking about talking to certain people who I don't have that sense of belonging with. And how often do we do that? We're in the places that we belong with, the people that we belong with, and not present. Instead, our minds are 
there where we don't belong. It's there in conversations with people we don't belong with. And that is the tragedy, is that not only do we spend so much time in places that we don't belong and people we don't belong with, but even when we are in the places where we do belong and where we could be sowing and then creating more of a sense of belonging for ourselves, for our children, for our wives, for our friends who come around to our houses, we are then spending time in our minds somewhere else. So be present, guys. Be self-aware. And remember, this is a need. This is a need before looking for self-esteem. And if you do do this, you will find that you will look or need self-esteem less because when you are in the places you belong, doing the things that really resonate you, spending time and having those relationships with those people you belong with, what do you know? You have self-esteem. Self-esteem develops naturally from that. And we would do our kids a huge you know, favor by encouraging them to do that from a young age, to not try to fit in just because they want to belong in a group. But no, finding out where they really do belong and starting by creating a home atmosphere and a relationship with ourselves as dads, we are so important that creates that sense of belonging so they can go through life being who they are and doing things that resonate with them and building relationships with people who love and care them, care for them and not looking for affirmation, approval from other people. But it starts with us, guys. So take care of that need before you do what I'm doing here, before you start a podcast, before you go out into the world and try and be everything to everyone. Before you see, search for significance out there, for search for belonging out there, try to find your self-esteem out there. As I've said, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the fourth level is self-esteem needs, and the fifth level is self-actualization and reaching our potential. Because, men, if we take care of a sense of belonging within ourselves, we will hit level four. And how much more effective will we be at level five of self-actualizing and helping other people? And as I work on myself, I think I become more effective but it's a long way to go because I didn't take care of that sense of belonging first. My whole life I've been chasing that, as of most people. So anyways, guys, hope that resonates with you guys. Do the work. Get your journal. Write those things down. Where I belong, where I don't belong. Think about how much time you're spending in each of those. And think about how much time you're thinking about places and things you don't belong when you are in a place where you do belong. And be present in your home. Presence goes a long way, gents. Thanks a lot for listening a bit of a longer one today but i really want to push that home because it's such a massive massive game changer when we start doing this so until next time